Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, mi gente. Bienvenidos al episodio 169. Welcome to episode 169 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Now, before I get started with this episode of the podcast, I do have a big announcement, and I wanted to say muchísimas gracias. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast since we started in January 2019. We have reached 1 million downloads for the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. So I am super excited and we will be doing some challenges and giveaways in the upcoming weeks uh, as we celebrate our 1 million downloads. So make sure you check out our Instagram at Learn Spanish Con Salsa to see how you can enter our giveaways. Okay. So again, uh, thank you for everyone who's listening and to all of our members throughout the years and to anyone who's ever been a guest on the podcast and shared your story, shared your expertise. I've appreciated each and every one of the conversations we have had, and I look forward to continuing to provide more content that you all love and that makes learning Spanish fun and engaging and interesting. So mil gracias. In this episode of the podcast, we are going to focus on conversational phrases because one, this is one of the number one requests I get from our listeners and from our members is that, you know, it would be really nice to have an idea of what some of the things are that people are saying that we might not be familiar with because we're not native Spanish speakers. And so to give you an idea of this in English, you know, we have a lot of phrases that we say without even thinking about it. 
things that don't literally make sense, but everyone sort of knows what it means because we grew up with the language, we've had these expressions in our culture. Things like it's raining cats and dogs, for example, if you were to translate that to someone who doesn't speak English, they'd be looking in the sky for animals. So there are lots of phrases like that uh, that don't translate very well word for word between the two languages. And so I always like to share those because unless you get really familiar with hearing Spanish speakers uh, talk on a regular basis, a lot of these may be foreign to you and you can get caught in this game where you're trying to translate in your head word for word what someone is saying and you come up with something that makes absolutely no sense. So to help you avoid some of that in this episode, I'm going to share with you 10 conversational phrases that you will probably hear when you're speaking to a native Spanish speaker and they're phrases that hopefully you will become comfortable with using yourself. So as always, uh, you can check out our website at learnspanishconsalsa.com for the show notes for this episode. We'll be sharing uh, the phrases there so you can see them. And also I will be providing a few examples and context so that you know exactly how to use these phrases yourself if you so choose to. All right. So let's get started with the first of our 10 phrases for today. I'm going to start off with one that again, sounds a little bit strange when you first hear it, uh, but it's sin embargo, sin embargo which might sound like it has something to do with ships, right? Embargo, you're thinking, oh, what is that about? <laughs> But no, sin embargo, it's actually two words. And it's a phrase that means however. So in English, we would say however. We have one word to express this idea. But in Spanish, you'll hear it as sin embargo. So for example, if I say, es cierto que no estudié mucho. So it's true that I didn't study much. Sin embargo, saqué un cien en el examen. However, I got a 100 on the test. So it's, you know, the idea of however, it's something that's a bit, that seems like it's a bit contrary to what you expressed before. Another example of this is, Las enchiladas son mi comida favorita. Sin embargo, no puedo comerlas porque estoy a dieta. Oh, I can relate to this one. So enchiladas are my favorite food, but I, however, I can't eat them because I'm on a diet. So... Yes, I know, especially this time of year, it's spring, people are getting ready for summer. Uh, yeah, estoy de dieta. <laughs> or estoy a dieta. You could say either one. So uh, so that's sin embargo, which means however. The next phrase that we're going to look at is ya que. Ya que. Now, it doesn't help that both of these words individually are probably two of the shortest and most confusing words in the Spanish language on their own. But yet when they're used together, they mean something completely different. So ya is something that can mean now or already. It's used in a lot of expressions, has other meanings as well in context. And then que, which could mean that or what or other things as well, depending on what words that are around it. So ya que is a phrase that means something like what we would say in English is just one word since or because of this. Since this happened, then that. So, for example, ya que estamos juntos, hablemos de nuestra boda. So since we're together, let's talk about our wedding. Ya que me mandaron la oferta de trabajo, busquemos una casa nueva. Since they sent me the job offer, let's look for a new house. Okay, so this ya que is like you're, you're saying the reason that you're about to do something. Like, since this is happening, then we should do this. That's kind of the idea. All right, 
The next one is ni siquiera, ni siquiera. And this is actually, you know, spelled as two different words. It usually sounds like one word, ni siquiera. And this one means something like not even or not so much as. So let me give you a few examples to make it sound a little clearer. Ni siquiera me preguntó cómo estaba. Ni siquiera me preguntó cómo estaba. He didn't even ask how I was. Right? So it's like someone is uh, being a bit rude. Like, he didn't even ask me how I was doing, right? So, ni siquiera is like, he didn't even. Uh, so, and he's saying, and the, the phrase is, me preguntó, so ask me. So it's saying, ni siquiera me preguntó. So he didn't even ask me. Uh, another example. Nadie lo ha visto, ni siquiera su hermana. So no one has seen him, not even his sister. So this one can be a little trickier to get used to. I would definitely recommend, this is one of the phrases, and actually with all of these phrases, write some of your own sentences using them, and the next time you have a conversation with a Spanish tutor or one of our coaches at Spanish Con Salsa, uh, ask them if these sound okay, right? See if you are getting the word usage correct before you kind of go out and use it in the real world because then you'll have the confidence that you've really mastered the phrase. So this one can be a little bit tricky just because again, it's not used exactly uh, in the same order that we would use this in English. So this is one you might want to practice writing some phrases on your own and then getting them checked out by a native speaker. Okay, next phrase, sin querer, sin querer. And this means something like, you did something by mistake or without wanting to do it. This one sort of does make sense if you were to think of it literally because querer means to want and sin querer, so sin means without. So it's like without wanting. So for example, I could say, Ay no, mandé las fotos a mi mamá sin querer. Mandé las fotos a mi mamá sin querer. So I'm saying, oh no, I sent the pictures to my mom by mistake. So I didn't want to send her the pictures. I sent her uh, these pictures by mistake. And hopefully they were kosher pictures now. <laughs> okay, another example. Dejé la comida fuera sin querer y se echó a perder. Dejé la comida fuera sin querer y se echó a perder. So this means I left the food out by mistake and it went bad. So this se echó a perder is another phrase uh, with the verb echar and perder. So echar a perder, <laughs> in this case is saying that something became rotten or spoiled, like it was lost. So it's no longer, you know, you can't use it anymore because it went bad. So that's how we would say it in English, it went bad, which also again, if you actually think about it, doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? It went bad, okay, the food is spoiled. <laughs> but that's how we say it. So in, in Spanish, it's, um, but the phrase here, sin querer, again, I left the food out on the counter by mistake. I didn't mean to do that. I did it without wanting to. The next phrase is one of my favorite, and it's funny because you can actually take this literally and it won't be too far off. But when you hear it used, you might think someone is being very dramatic. Um, and I'll explain. So the phrase is todo el mundo, todo el mundo. Which literally, if you translate it, means the entire world, the whole world. Like 
all of the world, literally. But it's really just a way of saying everybody or everyone. So again, it can sound dramatic, right? Like if you take it literally like, oh, the entire world is doing this. Like, no, they just, <laughs> and they do kind of mean that because you are kind of say, well, well, everyone's doing it. Uh, but again, you know, it, it is one where literally it won't, it won't be too far from the sentiment of the phrase. But again, the way we would translate it into English, we wouldn't say the entire world is watching or something like that, right? We would just say everyone is watching. So here are a couple examples. Todo el mundo está escuchando esa canción. Todo el mundo está escuchando esa canción. So everybody's listening to that song. Another example. Todo el mundo lo conoce. Todo el mundo lo conoce. Everyone knows him. So again, I could say the whole world knows him, right? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think it's a much more accurate translation or the way we might express it daily in English is everyone or everybody. The next phrase is de hecho, de hecho. And this one means actually or in fact. And this is actually a really important one to know. And I want you to pay attention to this because a lot of English speakers, sometimes we mistake this and we use a, a false friend, uh, right? A false cognate when we're trying to express this idea. And we'll say actualmente to say actually, because generally if a word ends in like mente, it's like the adverb. So we add that it would be like an L-Y in English. So a lot of people make the mistake of saying actualmente, which actually means lately. So that's a, that's a good one to know. So the actual phrase, if you want to say actually is not actualmente, it's de hecho. Okay. De hecho. And again, literally does not make sense because de means from or of and hecho means done. Uh, but this whole phrase together means in fact or actually. So de hecho. And hecho is spelled with an H, so it's spelled the letter H even though it's silent. So de and then hecho, H-E-C-H-O. Okay. Again, go to the show notes page if you want to see all these phrases right now. Learn Spanish con salsa.com slash 169. So the example for this, I'm going to give you a phrase and then a response. So generally when you use this phrase, you're going to be responding to something someone else is saying or emphasizing a point that you just made. So in this case, I'll give the example, van de vacaciones muy pronto. So I'm talking to a few friends. I'm saying, hey, you guys are leaving for vacation very soon. And the response from one of them is, ah, sí, de hecho, tengo que hacer mi maleta hoy. Sí, de hecho, tengo que hacer mi maleta hoy. So yes, in fact, I have, I have to pack my suitcase today. So, or you can say, actually, yeah, I have to pack my luggage today. So again, uh, this is, you're, you're just really confirming what someone is saying or you're giving a little bit of emphasis, like in fact, you know, and then you kind of go on. This is also a, this is also a very good uh, transitional phrase you can use when you're in a conversation and you're trying to think of something to say instead of going, uh, um, right? <laughs> you can always be like, hmm, de hecho. So it's like, actually, you know, so this is a good one to know. And again, to get out of that false friend of saying actualmente, you can only use that when you want to say it lately. All right. So hopefully that one was helpful. This, again, this is a big one that people tend to mess up. All right. We have a couple more phrases to go. Hopefully you are taking note of these. The next one is en cambio. In cambio. And this means instead or on the other hand. So for example, mi hija mayor es muy tranquila. En cambio, mi hija menor nunca se queda quieta. 
<laughs> so my oldest daughter is very calm. On the other hand, my youngest daughter never sits still. So this is another one, nunca se queda quieta. It's like never stays in one place, is never quiet. So uh, se queda is from quedarse. All right, so uh, that's en cambio. Another example. Antes mi esposo iba al gimnasio todos los días. En cambio, ahora va una vez al año cuando mucho. So before my husband went to the gym every day. Instead, he goes once a year at the most. The next phrase we have is de ahora en adelante. De ahora en adelante. And this means from now on. And this kind of makes sense literally. It's like from now until going forward. So, for example, de ahora en adelante no habrá televisión durante la cena. So, from now on, there will be no television during dinner. That is a great rule to have in the house, right? <laughs> Another example, de ahora en adelante voy a comer saludable. So, from now on, I am going to eat healthy. Another another great one. <laughs> so this is again you're you're stating that from from this point forward things are going to be like this. All right. The next phrase we have is más allá, más allá, and this means further or beyond. So for example, ella vive más allá de la tienda. So she lives further from the store. Another example, no quiero ir más allá. Está oscuro. I don't want to go further. It's dark. So again, this is just a phrase, mas allá. It's, it's literally sounds like more there, which again, we wouldn't really say that in English. So it's like something that's going beyond or further. You also can hear this used more figuratively when someone is saying, um, it's used in, in songs. I can't think of an example off the top of my head. But the, the, if you just kind of hear masaja, it's this idea of going beyond, going going a step further. Uh, so that is one that you may have heard and not noticed because you, you were kind of like, oh, masaja, I don't understand. <laughs> so, but this is one that is pretty common. And the last phrase we're going to go over, we actually touched on this in the episode that we did with uh, the song with Shakira and Carlos Vives. It's the word ratito. So un ratito or un rato. So rato is the, just the word itself. And then ratito is the diminutive uh, version of rato. And rato means a while. Now it's funny because it's one of those words that can be a little bit of time or a lot of bit of time, depending on who you're talking to in the context. So a couple of examples. Voy a ir afuera un ratito. I'm going outside for a little while. Again, is that little while a couple of minutes? Is it less than an hour? Do you not know when I'm coming back? <laughs> right? It depends on who you're talking to. Uh, another example is, Puedes ver la televisión un ratito. You can watch television for a little while. So again, you're not giving an exact time frame. You know, you're saying it's, you, you do understand that it means like a short time, but again, that's relative to what you're referring to. If I'm talking about watching television, obviously, if I say un ratito, I'm not saying you can watch eight hours of television, <laughs> but if I say I'm going away for a while, well, maybe that's going to be a week or so. It's just a little while. It's not a whole year. So again, anytime you're dealing with expressions with time, the context matters and who you're speaking to matters as well. But you will definitely hear this a lot, un ratito, 
And you know, you might want to clarify if someone says that to you and you really want to know the exact time frame. If they say un ratito, I go, okay, pero cuando exactamente? <laughs> when exactly? So I hope you've enjoyed uh, these phrases. Again, I'll go over them really quickly in review. We have sin embargo, which means however, ya que, since, ni siquiera, not even, sin querer, by mistake, todo el mundo, everyone, de hecho, actually, en cambio, instead, de ahora en adelante, from now on, más allá, beyond, and un ratito, a little while. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode and you want to learn more conversational phrases in Spanish, I do invite you to get our Spanish Vocabulary Booster course. We cover 110 common phrases that are used in Spanish conversations by native speakers. If you're interested in learning more, just go to SpanishVocabularyBooster.com. Again, that is SpanishVocabularyBooster.com. So as always, I hope that something you heard in this episode has helped you go one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. Salsa.com.